Hey everyone, my name is Brett Howe and I am an athlete mindset and life coach. I'm a former dual sport ACAC athlete playing both hockey and soccer at the college level. I am now mom of four, entrepreneur and founder of AMP Coaching. AMP Intermission Podcast shares top-notch conversations with some of the most inspirational people around. I speak with those from top performing past and present athletes, coaches, to sport parents, and everyone in between. In sharing stories from adversity to triumph, this podcast will inspire athletes to follow their own genuine path to fulfillment in life and in sport. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. I am super excited to be talking about this topic today. And the reason is, is because it's something I'm extremely passionate about and something in which I spent my entire young life, teen life, and well into my adult life, never acknowledging. And that is when my body and mind needed a rest. I was an athlete who kept my foot on the gas 24-7. And I didn't let up when I stopped playing my sport. I just took that straight into my business, straight into my life, and I didn't let up until I was actually forced to have to take my foot off the gas. And that wasn't until I was 30 into my 30s that I realized, holy, all these years, the injuries, the exhaustion, the burnout, my body and mind have been telling me something and I haven't been listening. And I notice so many athletes doing the exact same thing that I feel really strongly about wanting to talk about it. I was actually driving away from the conference this past weekend. And I wanted to post a video of me, just a short video, a minute and a half, maybe, of me chatting about this. And I kept noticing, like, I can't keep this below a minute and a half. I feel so passionately about it. There's so many things connected to this that it came to me that I had to do a podcast episode on it. So here I am recording one based on that, based on the fact that so many athletes, even people who aren't athletes, there's some of us who tend to just put our foot on the gas and as we feel success we push it more and as we keep feeling that success we get to the point where we're ground zero and it takes complete and utter disruption and breakdowns to actually remove our foot from that gas pedal and that was one thing that I carried on to me out of life like I said and I think it's a really important message for young kids who are in their sport or you know college athletes even athletes looking to hit that level that they learn to recognize what their body is telling them they need to do because I think it's a trend and I think only the athletes that are really able to acknowledge what their mind and bodies need are the ones that reach their fullest potential so I'm going to give you a backstory on and for those who listen to my first episode that I ever recorded, you would know a little bit about my story, but essentially I was a go-getter. There wasn't anything that I wasn't up to try. And I was athletic. You know, I had this like sports competitive mindset already ingrained in me that if I felt like I could succeed at something, I was doing it and I was committing to it. 
And it was high school that I finally had to let up a little bit on the sports, but I played everything well into junior high. I played soccer, hockey, basketball, volleyball, badminton. I was in 4-H riding and I was in dance. There wasn't a lot of things. I took up slow pitch. There wasn't a lot of things that I didn't say yes to. And then I, when I felt like I could really have a potential, I don't want to call it a career, but I could just have a potential success. And I didn't want to say no to. I loved compete. I loved being on teams. I loved being good at things. And that was the overachiever in me. I just loved that validation that I was quote unquote athletic and I was good at sports. So this carried on like well into high school that I was pretty committed to all these sports. And I finally got told, and I remember getting told maybe in grade 10 basketball or maybe the end of grade nine, I remember my coach saying, you know what? You're going to have to pick. You can't keep this up. And I looked at him like, what do you mean I can't keep it up? I've been going from practices. My mom's been picking me up. She gets me some food on the road. We drive an hour down the road. I'm going to my AAA team for hockey. Yeah, I'm managing just well. I'm doing homework at 8.30 at night in the vehicle. I think of all the things that I did from going to school all day, straight after school, going into sports and not finishing until I put my head on the pillow at 10 o'clock at night. I wouldn't trade those days for anything, but I am very fortunate that I didn't suffer a lot more. I'm very fortunate that when I finally did have my breakdown and complete exhaustion, I was able to recognize it before it got worse because it did. I, it got pretty bad in my 30s that I had to recognize and I was awake to it all at that point that my body was exhausted. So, you know, I'm in grade nine or 10. I'm getting told I have to choose. I'm pretty frustrated at this because I don't think that we should ever have to choose. And I still have that mentality like, let the kids play. Like, no, they're grade grade two and they're being told they have to choose between dance and hockey. And I want my kids to experience everything but I also want to them to know when there's limitations and when their bodies are exhausted. And being able to recognize that has been huge for me. It's been something that I've been able to be a better parent because I can recognize, okay, this is too much. And I still get caught up in wanting them to do all the things and just to experience life and sport because it changed me and it created who I am today by having that opportunity to play sports. So I'm all for that. And I'm so passionate about kids being able to test those waters and having every opportunity. But there is a point in which you don't necessarily have to choose, but you have to learn to listen to your body and listen to what it has to tell you and when it needs rest. So I'm in high school. I'm competing in all of these different areas. I'm still in 4-H. I'm still in dance. And then I go off to college and I've obviously picked. At this point, it's hockey. I'm going off to university, I should say, to play hockey. So I get there. I reach my goal, you know, like I'm conditioned and this overachiever. That's kind of where my struggles are because I believed that in order for me to have success, in order for me to feel, to have love or be someone, I needed to achieve greatness in every aspect. And I, that's what I always strive for is I hit a goal and then I'd be like, next one. And then I'd be like, next one. And then I would never say, okay, let's take a breath and celebrate that. Let's be proud of ourselves. So I get to university, I make the team, I'm a walk-on and, you know, I spend half a season really enjoying that and just being happy with where I got and giving myself grace and what I've achieved. And then I'm like, oh, 
this one coach, he's into like marathons and he's kind of training for that on the side. And I should do a marathon. Maybe that would be good. That's one thing I've never done before is a marathon. Maybe that's what I should do is train for a marathon. So here we are, first year university. The biggest challenges we go through as females, you know, going straight from living at home, many of us, 17 years old, to going to a big city, a brand new school, a huge school for me from my small town, what felt like my small town. And playing elite level sports like post-secondary, having huge, huge classrooms and such changes. So, oh yeah, I'm comfortable kind of with that now. Now I'm going to train for a marathon. So on top of my early morning skates, I was getting up 4.35 a.m. I would go to practice. I think it was two or three days a week. Sorry, three days a week. Those were our times. Sometimes we'd have fitness testing in the morning. We'd get on the ice. Then we'd have maybe workout after. But if we didn't have workout after all that, I had about an hour to spare where I could train for this marathon. So you see a trend like I am just like burning myself out physically, completely and utterly. Anyways, I I'm competing for this. I'm training for this marathon. I never quite competed because lo and behold, I ended up getting stress fractures in my legs. And funnily enough, when I got these stress fractures, I was actually going to a new team. And I was an air cast. But did I stop? No, I kept running. I kept doing stairs. I kept doing all the things that were just going to make it worse. And I remember going to tryouts at SATE when I had switched from the university to college the following year. And I was still in this mindset of like, I'm going to keep, I'm just going to keep overachieving and I'm going to keep hitting that next level. And I'm in stress. I'm in air casts for my stress fractures. And it's like, I look back and like, like, what was going on up here in your mind that told you you had to keep going? Because your body was clearly screaming at you that enough was enough. And I was bigger. I had gained quite a bit of weight. So I just kept thinking that if I kept running, I would lose the weight. But I had gained that, what they called, I think it was like a freshman. Well, for me, it was like the freshman 30. And it was. A lot of it was muscle, but a lot of it was just like overeating, not fueling myself with the proper nutrition. I'd be making excuses for my diet all the time. Because I was like, well, I'm working so hard. I deserve this. I wasn't putting the proper food in my body. So lo and behold, I'm in college and I'm having stress fractures in my legs because I'm overdoing it. Well, I overcame that. And then I'm like, oh, I should play soccer too in college. I should do that. That's something I should take on too because I've hit my next goal. Like I made it to the college team that I wanted to make it to. I'm wearing a letter. I, yeah, I might as well play soccer now too. Like that should be my next goal is to be a dual sport athlete. So I, I achieved that and I get Achilles tendonitis. <laughs> what did I do? Oh, I'm fine. I can barely walk upstairs, but I'm fine. I can keep going. Again, I look back, my body is screaming at me to take it easy. And I go back to that conversation I had in, with my grade nine basketball coach. Eventually you're going to have to choose. There is dual sport athletes out there. We can do it, but you also have to know when you're overdoing it and when you need to give your body rest. And you don't need to be training on top of the training that you're doing in college. Well, I didn't need to be. Some people do, but I did not need that. My body was exhausted. I didn't need to do more above and beyond. So I go through college and I'm still trying for different things, trying to hit that next level. And I finished college as a captain. And I win Trojan of the Year for State Athletics, which was a really big 
deal to me. It was something felt really good about it. And everything from starting my post-secondary career as a walk-on to barely having a shot, to thinking I was going to be a redshirt, to working my way in to this realm where I got recognized. And I, I did. I, feel, I felt good. But that goes, right? Your, your sport ends and life goes on. And a title, that's not your identity. And it's not a title you can carry with you everywhere you go. So I had to recognize that there was life after sport, which is one of the biggest reasons that I do what I do today is because when we're not honest with our goals and when we're not on a mission and purpose and recognizing that our sport is going to provide so many life lessons, but ultimately one day it will end and we have to be ready for that. So what did I do? I started training for more runs. I started finding different avenues where I could still compete. And that was healthy until it became a part of a trend in my life where I could not say no to one thing because all I wanted to do was achieve. And I wanted, I just kind of like opened this basket of like, I can say yes to everything and achieve in so many areas. I don't have to be laser focused on one area. I can do anything. And I'm exploring myself and exploring what I want out of this world. So in my business, Back then, I wanted the top in my life. I wanted to be the best in my sports, whatever sports I took on. You know, I, I even went to go play rec hockey and I couldn't even, it was hard for me to get past the compete level. And it was hard for me to actually take a breath and, and just enjoy the game. I mean, I, I just loved competing, but there was always something more that I could be doing. And there was always more time that I could fill. When there was a white spot in my calendar, I could find a way to fill it. And it was a joke in my family, like between my dad and I were a, we don't plan for things to not go exactly according to our plans. So if a task should take us an hour on the best case scenario, it's going to take us an hour and that's what we're going to ballpark for. And then we're going to, the next hour, we're going to have something else going on, right? And that's not how life goes. Life throws you curveballs. And this is the, actually how the world works is that things get thrown at you and you need to expand and give yourself more time in a day. So yeah, that's how I live my life is not white space. I was always striving for something, whether it was in life, whether it was a business or being a parent, whatever it might be. And there was certain situations that, as I mentioned, throughout my sport where the world was screaming at me, my body was screaming at me to take it easy, to slow down. And I wasn't listening. And I didn't listen until the day came where even in my college life, I suffered from extreme headaches, extreme headaches. No one could figure out what was going on. I constantly went to checkups. I went to doctors. I went to scans. Like I had everything to find out what's going on with her. Why does she have headaches? Was it sugar? Was it the food I was taking in? Was it lack of water? You know, I did everything I could to try and find it out until I started to notice a pattern. Funnily enough, when I had my kids and then I'd be off from out leave, my headaches weren't there. And then I'd go back to work and then I'd start doing all the things because you know, I, I felt good enough to do them after you have a baby and the headaches came back and I didn't listen. And then about, I think I'm 32 years old at the time, a couple years ago now, 
I wind up in my bed. I didn't know which way to go. I didn't know what was going on. I could hardly move. I was, I'd never suffered from depression. I was anxious sometimes, but it, it wasn't a part that overwhelmed my life. But this was like the closest I'd come to being, having like that panic attack of being completely and utterly overwhelmed and had this like extreme panic. And then I laid in my bed and I was just like numb. And I didn't really know how to get out of it. And I think, thankfully, it only lasted a day. And then I picked myself up and I said, enough is enough. And start reevaluating your life and start figuring out what is doing this to you. So I did. I, I made some decisions. I made some changes. Obviously, there was too much going on. Like having four kids is a lot. And that overwhelmed me. There was a lot of changes happening in our world. There was a lot of things going on. And I just had to disconnect. I had to take a step back. But I had to remember to be laser focused on what was important in this world to me. And I got honest with that. But I went right back and I didn't identify that it was actually my body saying, you, there's too much. You're doing too much and you're doing all the wrong things. And then about a few months after that, I, I actually wound up in the hospital with extreme headaches to the point where I collapsed. And I remember the doctor saying to me, I'll just take some Tylenol or Advil. And I said, like, there's something else going on. Like, you know, I'm obviously... I'm healthy, but I'm not healthy. And there's something going on. There's a reason that I keep suffering from headaches. And finally, it all clicked when I started taking time for myself, getting up early, going for a walk, having a cup of tea early in the morning, having time to myself, taking a breath, reading a book, meditating, the things that were causing me to just be instead of running from one practice to the next, from one activity to the next, which has been my whole life. If it wasn't in my life, it was in my kid's life. And then it was in my business life. So I made changes. I recognized that my body was screaming at me to stop and just be and get focused on what's important. And to like really bring it all together, I think that the main message is as an athlete, as a past athlete who was used to foot on the gas, no matter what, we have this level of compete in us that we really, really find it hard to let up. And I don't know how many athletes will resonate with this, but I, I feel after speaking with so many that this is, they don't even know that they're doing it. And that carries on well after our sport, it carries on into our lives as being busy moms, as being busy business people, whatever tasks we take on, we go all in, we kind of like we lose sight of it all and we lose sight of what we're doing and why we're doing it. And I asked an athlete today, what do you want out of your sport? What do you want out of your life? And how close are you to getting those things? And what are you doing that you're not in alignment with that? And I think as athletes, when we can learn to listen to what our bodies are telling us when our bodies are telling us hey we don't need to be a soccer player and a basketball player and a hockey player and we don't need to be you know the gm of a hotel you know like we want time and space to just be 
and we need to heal our bodies. You know, as athletes, we're go, go, go all the time. We need to heal our bodies. We need to give ourselves the rest and recovery. And in those moments, why not listen to a podcast? Why not focus on some personal growth? Why not explore what you want out of this life? in your sport, and in your life. What do you want out of it? And when we can slow our minds down and we can slow our bodies down in those moments that it needs the rest, it's amazing what we can actually accomplish in the things that are in alignment with us. It's amazing how much more time we have to do the things that are going to serve us, to do the things that are going to help with that fulfillment and are in alignment with our purpose. So if I can leave you guys with anything, it's as athletes, as anyone listening to this, start listening to what your body's telling you. When your body is on the bathroom floor and it's collapsed, spend that time asking yourself questions about what is this? What am I experiencing right now? What do I have to surrender to? What do I have to let go of? What have I committed to that isn't feeling in alignment the thing is I'm never gonna stop being busy I am always going to be that person who competes at a high level in whatever I do I'm always gonna have my foot hovering over the gas but the thing that we need to recognize is when to put it on the floor when to apply half pressure and when to just let it coast we can be all in in all of those goals that we have. We can be all in. But being all in is also recognizing when we need to let up and when we need to allow our bodies and our minds the time to rest and recover. This has been a great episode. I have loved sharing this because I'm I'm someone who struggled with it. And I know athletes that can relate to this because we are go-getters. Because we do have this mentality where we have to overachieve. And we are laser focused on our goals. And we just have this different mindset to us, this compete. And the greatest thing we can give ourselves as those type of people is at least learning to listen when we need to back off, when we need to rest and reju reju rejuvenate ourselves and then take back control. 